<laughs> Hello, welcome to episode three of season three of the Hoofball Podcast. My name is Hamish, and today I'm joined by just the one co-host again, because Hugh is still on holiday, but me and Ben are here again to give you your weekly football fix. Hiya. I forgot to say if you want to say hello, I got too carried away with football fiction. That was not... Great start. <laughs> just dropped my mic. We said true. before I... this, we were like, no cuts because it could be easier to edit, and you just dropped your mic. <laughs> do we start again or just keep this in? <laughs> I think it's funny. Okay, we'll keep it in. Cool. <laughs> This week on the show, we've got on the show, <laughs> the show. This week on the show, we've got. Uh, we'll have a look at game week one that's just happened, uh, and I look forward to game week two. Run through our teams first of all. Ben, how did you do this week? Give me expert and classic mode, please. Thank you. I didn't do well. Mm-hmm. Firstly, um, on expert, I got ninety-two points. Mm-hmm. Predominantly tav. Well, and yeah. As is most weeks. Classic. I got fifty-three points. I just realised I didn't need to click a link because it says it there. Yeah, fifty-three yeah, points, um, and I managed to just beat my opponent in the cup. Who who were your 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 big scorers? Um, big Jams Tavernier, mm, Diego Jota, mm, yeah, and those were the only me. players who I'd class as big scorers. In the uh, in the in the expert league, I got six points at Tom Lawrence, which uh, was pretty good. You Same. Got... I got eight from Barrow. See, and actually, six passes. from Lewis Mayo, who wasn't meant to be playing at all. Does third turns passes out... mean final third passes? Yes, I'm assuming that's what it means, because you also have like second passes for the midfielders, don't you? Right. Pass completion, ball recovered. Tom Lawrence got a decent amount of points if you were playing... Expert, if you were playing classic, less so as he scored me just uh, well four points. To be fair, because he did get a, uh, he got the tackle bonus and the passes bonus. So, who were your big misses this week? Missers. Um, yeah. Well, Stephen Kingsley for one because he didn't play. Um, Same. I vice captained him. Jonah Thank you for that. Ayunga was. Yep. I mean, I don't pick the hardest team. I just support them. <laughs> Jonah you know who's playing. You go, well, as of Friday night, Stephen Kingsley should have been playing. Robbie Nielsen oh. never mentioned anything about him. Uh, yeah, Jonah Yunga. Jonah Yunga was one that points. I thought, especially playing against Motherwell, might have. He should have done scored, the business. Minus three on he lost expert three points that mode. He lost and ten aerial duels. Just the one point on classic because he got a yellow card, but he played the full game. Um, mm-hmm. That was one that I think a lot of fantasy football players will have missed on because he was. I imagine he was quite highly picked. Can we still see that stat? You might be able to see it on the... I'm on the website. So um, am I. It doesn't oh, say. Well, good. It used to, and that was really good. I think Mike complained about that, saying he couldn't see that. I feel like you can see it, but uh, I don't know. Either way, um, a lot of players like look at him based on the fact that he's a midfielder on the app, but play striker, we'll be playing striker for St Mirren. The main issue, and I wrote about this in an article I wrote at hoofballblog.com, was that um, 
it's all well and good having a midfielder on the app that plays striker, but if they're playing in a team as bad as St Mirren, might not even make a difference. I think St Mirren probably should have scored against Manuel, but... Jonah Inga should have scored. Liam yes. Kelly, to his credit, had a fantastic game. Let me also say on the website, the owned percentage column doesn't work. It's all 0%. And I can guarantee that Jota and Kent are not owned by 0% of players. Um, you just cut out for me for whatever you just said, but... You cut out for me too, but it's yeah. fine because it records the audio. I hope you weren't talking. I wasn't talking. I didn't Good. speak. Wouldn't dare undermine Good me boy. like that. Undermine me. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I was going to see if maybe on the phone app they had a way you could look at. Like, they used to have the yeah total points for the week and they used to have the team of the week. But they just don't have a team of the week anymore. Which is really they annoying. haven't uploaded it. They can only put it on Twitter as well. Um, I don't think yeah, they have I didn't, done it. I, when James Tav, I had who was in the team of the week, uh, and Jota I had who was in the team of the week, um, or would have been in the team of the week because he's in the top 11 and would have gotten positionally. Um, so yeah, and I, I didn't have too many big scorers. I got Juranovic as well, who led me to my, mine was also, my score was always pretty average. I was 100 on the dot in expert and then 61 in uh, classic, which means I'm eight or nine behind in the cup, uh, the half-hour fantasy. Really Charles could cut, I can't remember if I'm eight Sorry, or nine. Sorry, what was your classic score? 61, I think. And you're, okay, so you're actually only eight ahead of me in both leagues. That's quite interesting. Makes sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Juranovic got a clean sheet, which helped me. Obviously, Tav scoring <laughs> 26 on Classic, and I can't remember how many it is on Expert. 48 or something? Something stupid. Yeah, and then Jota got me 10 on Classic. Yeah. Uh, again, I can't remember what that is on Expert. 19. 19. So, those helps. Um, Antonio Chola got given an assist for winning the free kick for the Tav free kick, which helped. That's good to know. He also should have scored. Uh, well, he did score technically and was True. offside in inverted commas. I don't know. I didn't have a very good look at it. To be fair, I was in the PowerPoint zone, so yeah. um, I couldn't properly see it. But what's weird is Jota got a bonus point for his goal being in the top left. Yeah, if it's in the top corner, that was one of the data points. Top corner goal. Oh. Top left or top right? They're not. They're not picky. But then Tav gets free kick goal and goal from outside the box. Which yeah. all free kick goals are anyway. Uh, indirect free kick off a pass Isn't back? considered a free kick goal. Because you have to pass it. No, it's, yeah, it's an indirect free kick, so it's not. If you shot off an indirect free kick and it was going towards the goal but hit off one of their players, what happens? Wouldn't count, would it? I don't know. I don't think uh, it would count. Try and type quietly. I don't think it would count. Anyway, uh, Hugh did the best out of the three of us, which is um, annoying. He got 120 on expert mode and 68 for classic mode. Let me try and find his team whilst I'm here. Won't be able to find it in classic because uh, it's too much effort. Um, but he got yeah, points off Jota, who he'd vice-captained. He had um, 
Miovsky, who would have just been two points on uh, Classic. And he also had Cholak, obviously got that assist. Tav Juranovic, um, five points off George Grant, who would have been one point off, one point on regular Classic. And then the four points off Tom Lawrence. But so, I mean, we were all pretty carried by Tav this week, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, everyone was. Um, as per always. <laughs> That's kind of just how it works, isn't it? Everyone just gets carried by Tav. Mm. But yeah, it was all right. It was a, you know, an average start to the week. Um, me and Hugh are within touching distance of our... No, it's Hugh, Hugh's in the lead in his game, right? In the cup. Yeah, he's not. I don't remember. No, I feel like... Uh, I think I all like three of us are. Because... All three of us are. No, I'm not in the lead. Oh, you're not? Oh, yeah, yeah. You're I think you were the only one that was in the league, but you got the least points, and Hugh was annoyed about it. I mean, it's quite funny. Subjectively, I mean, yeah. very funny. It is. But um, should we start running through the games? We can talk about the fantasy knock-on effects of the games. Hugh is... No, yeah, Hugh's 24 ahead. Oh, yeah, because he thought he was through, and I said that you could still bottle a 24 lead because it's two legs. Someone doesn't listen to the half-hour fantasy football podcast. Hugh, calling you out, bitch. That or he just forgot. He was on holiday, he was probably drunk. <laughs> yes. Or <laughs> he did listen to it, and then was forgot it entirely. Yeah, I mean, that went pretty past him. Um, anyway, we wanted the first game of game week one, which was Rangers winning 2-1 against Livingston. A bit of a nervy affair as they went 1-0 down after 5 minutes thanks to a very lovely Joel Nublay goal. Um, Dink. Good to know how that name's pronounced. Nublay. That's what the commentators no, said no, all game. Noble. Or like, no, Nublay. Nublay. If there were two of them, they'd be called Dublay. <laughs> if he was filled with yoghurt, he'd be called Frublay. Oh God, it's worse. <laughs> Oh, if he was a singer, it'd be called Boopley. <laughs> <laughs> there's mileage in this joke. It's there. It's there for the taking. Oh, um, dear. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. But um, Joel, <laughs> Joel Nubley, uh kicked off the first goal of the Premiership season with uh, yeah, a lovely chip over the top of Joe McLaughlin, who started in goals, um, which was... A little bit of a surprise, I think. I don't know. I'm not too up to date on Rangers news. Obviously, I'm not a Rangers fan. I don't care for them, so I'm not really going out of the way, but I was expecting it to be McGregor starting. I was actually, if you'd asked me a month ago, expecting neither of them to start and them to have a new goalie. Oh, they're expecting them to have them playing in Europe and them playing in the league. It's pretty apparent that neither of them should be starting. So it didn't. McLaughlin play in Europe, or was it McGregor? He did McLaughlin play in Europe. Okay. And McGregor's just too old. The fact he even stayed on for another year was surprising. Yeah. Uh, um, Joel Nubley got seven points in the uh, classic game mode and then picked up ten in the expert game mode uh, off the back of his goal, which is pretty impressive. Um, Rangers were dross in that first half. Um, John Suter made a lot of mistakes, which... As a Hearts fan, wasn't too upset watching. Um, they just kind of didn't click, it looked like. 
Like, I thought Tav was playing all right. He tends to be, though. I mean, yes. He's um, generally Rangers. Obviously helping there. contribute to the absurd amount of points that he got. We're also saying he got 26 points. That was on the assumption people used him as a captain. But True. Fantasy Football Scotland, always Captain Tav. This is the rule. If you're new to the game, James Tavernier... I mean, if you captain him, he's going to get you just shy of 40 of points or just over yeah. 25. <laughs> over the course of the season, he's the best player to captain. Yeah, he's been the top scorer the past couple years uh, of doing this. So, obviously, I captain mean, him. The tr- Rangers played with a strong team, right? You could only yeah. argue, really, that it right... Was arguably the strongest they could have been other right than probably Matondo. Matondo. But Matondo wasn't even on the bench. No, he was on the but he played on Tuesday and that didn't really help much. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Funny. And Ryan Jack didn't start because he's still coming back from last year's injury. Yeah, but also it's questionable if Ryan Jack would have started that kind of game in a way. True. And he probably would have done, but. Yep. Uh, Glenn Kamara looked lost, I thought, in that game. It's because he thought he should be. Going down south, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, as we alluded to earlier, Cholak did score a goal, but was ruled offside. Um, and then got yellow card. Yeah. Brian Kent got himself an assist in this game for the... Who scored Rangers first? Goal. Arfield. Arfield. Goal. We had her. Flick on. Um, Arfield picking up seven points as well as... Um, Ryan Kent picking up seven for the assist, um, which I mean is all right. All right, returns. Ryan Kent at six million. Ryan Kent got fifteen points an expert, so the second highest scoring midfielder. Okay, Sorry, third go. highest scoring midfielder after Matt O'Reilly. Yeah, I mean it was, it was. Uh, I'm assuming everyone's got Tav. So other than that, you were kind of taking a couple punts. I know a few people were. Doubled or even tripled up Rangers' defence for this game week. As we saw a couple of drafts on our Twitter timeline of that, well, quite a lot of people had Barisic and Tav, or Goldson and Tav, or Super and Tav, and then another asset somewhere else in the pitch from Rangers. Um, that didn't pay off at all. But not really. Yeah. I don't know if it's particularly worrying for Rangers. Like in terms of trying to pick fantasy teams, if they're going to look leaky at the back because it's changed a bit, like losing Bassey, you're going back to Barisic, who's not as good, but then they just brought in this little Turkish lad. What's his name? It's like Rod Rodri Yilmaz. 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 Um, yeah, and then they got Suter and John Suter will be fine, back. assuming they can just get games out of him. He'll be fine. Yeah, and they still have what's his face, the Swedish guy. Hollander. Hollander. Yeah, and, and the Rangers are going to yeah. be alright. It's nothing to worry about right now. And Well, the result in Europe wasn't good. Well, no, but also I'm thinking they're going to win by three when they play against them next week at Ibrox. I don't think they will. I think Sakala, Sakala, it's been too long. Sakala <laughs> will start and fail to score. It's my bold prediction. We'll see you next Tuesday, I suppose. Um, We'll move on to the second game. Did you have anyone involved in the St. Johnston-Hibbs game? Don't be silly. (laughs) I could have had Ewan Henderson, but I didn't. 
could have or had Josh Campbell, Henderson. which would have been even better. That would have been very good. Ewan Henderson was kind of the big pick from this game, I think, just because he's three million. Um, a couple of people might have taken a punt on Melkerson, I think. Um, Ewan Henderson got an assist, right? Josh Campbell's also three million, may I say. Uh, yeah, but he came off the bench. But scored. Melkerson. Melkerson, the Norwegian. Is, yeah, but is he classed as a forward? He should be. He's a striker. He's 4.8 million. Which is 1.3 million more than Jordi Hulua. Which is quite a lot. 4.8 million is a lot. He's more than Lafferty. 4.8 is a lot, but I think he'll maybe be alright come the end of the season. Um, it's really helpful for fantasy now. Thanks, Hamish. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, I'm I'm assuming, yeah, Henderson would really be the only pick. I had Cabraya in my team for a lot of my draft, and then I wasn't sure if he was going to be registered, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So didn't commit That's to it. That's how he got subbed off after half an hour, didn't he? No. Was that not him? Or did did I did Mike just say he should be getting subbed off? Is that not Philippe Cansar from the <laughs> Livingston game? He's got a similar name and plays left back. You know what? You're probably fucking right. <laughs> St. Johnson were guff. Can we just St. Johnson were rubbish. Um, but Hibs were also not good. Both teams only had one shot on target, but Hibs had 14 shots total. Yeah, the, and the, the winning goal was a bit of a scrappy one that has been attributed to Rocky on Spy Sky. But then but it was attributed to Campbell by Fantasy and Opta. Yeah. So. So you don't know, make it well. well, Sky are. Uh huh. Um, there was one red card in this game. Arguably should have been two. Arguably should have been none. Depends on where you're looking at it. I think if you give the Davidson red card, then you have to give the Cabraya red card. So I don't. I think Davidson's was a yellow, and I think Cabraya's was more of a red. I don't think either of them. Or a red, but I'd also understand if they were given as reds, but then I'd also Davidson, understand if neither of them was. Davidson's was more of an intentional foul. Like, he was clearly just trying to foul the player. However, Cabrias was more dangerous and reckless. Yeah, but it's, like, uh, what, what, what can you do in a tackle now if you can't? Like, you're, well, well, you're always you told through youth football. You're always told through youth football that you should go in harder because you're less likely to get injured. It's into yourself, but not the other person. Well, yeah, but he's going to care about himself, isn't he? True. Selfish prick. Well, he could be one to keep an eye on. I think. I think the way he could attack. um, Opposition players. He created three three chances. One of them went down as a big chance. Um, Three accurate crosses, eight accurate long balls. So going forward, he's clearly not too awful but I guess mm-hmm. you know we'll have to see he's a brand new player in this league but he came in pretty highly rated so he was one that I definitely had my eye on for fantasy but he didn't play in any of the League Cup games so I was put off by that Um, and then St Johnson as we said last week wasn't even looking at one player <laughs> I'm still not no seeing as he managed what was it four shots total oh yeah many? four shots total but only yeah, 31% possession. 0.15 XG, 128 accurate passes in the whole game. Nice. It's pretty pathetic, and they just look awful. I think the fact that Hibbs took that long to get. Oh, St. John's is quite a hard place to go. 
I guess. To so. be fair, also St. Johnson lost a player. Yeah, also true. In um, the 58th minute. Speaking of losing players, Dundee United received a red card in their one each draw with Kilmarnock, which also had a very late score Blizzard. changer. Because <laughs> it's not yes. the also because the Hibs one won the game. But, you know. Um, Dylan Levitt, he's back. We said in our episode to put him in your team because of how good he was last year. Didn't listen to ourselves. Or no, you have him. I didn't listen to myself. Correct. I don't have him. I took him out. I oh, had him. Well, I took him out. I also had him and took him out. I think there's just so many good midfield options at the moment. And he would have been really good. It's hard to fit him For the price, $3.8 million. Mm. Which is very affordable. Um... I mean, he's only 1.1 million more than Ayunga. I mean, would have been so much better. Would have been. His goal was an absolute thunder. Like, what a belter. And an assist from Stephen Fletcher. Which we said last week was what he was there to do. (laughs) We were right, I guess. (laughs) You were right. Although we said for Tony Watt. Yeah. The problem with Stephen Fletcher is he cost 5.2 million, which is a ridiculous amount. This new Ghanaian guy they signed started. I uh, know. I don't know if he's a new signing. I think he might be. F- Just bear with me. Kid, the Anam Kujo. Yeah. Great name. All of the United's midfielders are attacking midfielders. Ian Hark, Dylan Levitt, and Craig Sibbald. That's where all of them are offensive players. Yeah. Also, a couple of them are offensive to watch, but. Um, Sibbald's haircut. Craig Sibbald. Hmm. Interesting. Ikujo joined from Legon Cities after being at Young Apostles. Oh, he's 18 so, as well. He's 18. Five foot six. Nippy. Nippy winger. Decently signing that. Yeah. Um. And whilst we're here, might as well mention that Dundee United have bolstered their midfield that we are just talking about uh, with the signing of Jamie McGrath on a season-long loan. Seemingly without an option to buy, I think. But I guess we'll how long is left on his current deal? I guess is part of the question. Yeah, um, but yeah, that midfield—they've put together a really nice team there. Um, I think it all link together, come together. I don't know if it'll come together in time for their European game against Alkmaar. Alkmaar, but um, I guess we'll have to see. Thursday they play their first leg. Just tomorrow for us. Yes. That'll be an interesting one. I don't expect them to go through. Mm, neither. Um, I think that's more because of how good Alcor are than them. Um, but looking at it on fantasy, um, Kyle Lafferty, who's one that I know a few people had in their team, but again, based on our Twitter timeline, um, was pretty, pretty pish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He might have gone over the hill. Um he might he might be might be on his way out. Yeah, he might be. Um, uh, but Lewis Mayo did start this game, which was good for us. We've both got him. He's two point two million. Um, was on my team really as like a cheap bench asset. If I've got a trick, he might come on. Kind of. He's a like joint cheapest defender on the app, so we may as well get him. That's a lie because the cheapest defenders you can get are two million. Oh. That might have changed. 
Or. <laughs> no. <laughs> or you're wrong. <laughs> or I'm wrong. Yeah. But he, at least he's going to play. True. Did you have yeah, any fact, other he... players involved in this game? Ian Horrocks was when we talked about with how successful he was last year, and that wouldn't have been a very good one for this week. You. Uh, no, I've got no. I've got Mayo and Lafferty, and Lafferty's going to get binned. Hmm. And I don't know who for. Well, Akio? He's, he's out injured. for six months, is he not? Yeah, that's the most devastating news I've heard yeah. all year. William, if you're listening, gutted for you, pal. Although, more time for <laughs> when I eventually get around to emailing that business email. <laughs> get him on the pod. Be <laughs> regular for the next six months. <laughs> Can replace Hugh when he goes on holiday, maybe. Um, let's move on idea. to the next game, which was Hearts v Ross County. I was there. It was fantastic. After 45 minutes, first 45 minutes was abysmal. Do you have any players from this team, this game? Uh, I have this player from this team, Hearts, called Stephen Kingsley, who mm-hmm. I vice captained. Yeah. Um. So you heard of him? He's. Well, I've heard of him. Off. Um. Apart from that, do you have anyone? Oh, Jordi Hula. Mhm. Who? I also had Hula. Um. Picked up four points on the expert, uh, just two on... To be fair, that was my highest scoring striker, because Jeff Mathis got minus one. Minus one? On the expert? Yeah, he did. How? He didn't start, and then he he got a shot off target and missed a chance. Um, I had Lawrence Shangan from this game as well, who looked quite lively, but didn't really get the balls to where they needed to be, I guess. He was relatively involved in link-up play, but um, mm-hmm. we had a couple of shots, but wayward. I don't know. It was, it was, was. I was alright with what I saw. Um, I think the, the main one that I would like to point out would be number seven for Ross County, Awura Edwards. I have never in my days seen a better individual performance at Tynecastle. Really? He was unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. Which means that for the rest of the season, he's going to be shite. Like he's going to be rubbish. Last name of the team sheet kind of vibe. But for this one game, he really tempted me to have a look because he was so he hit the bar and the post. Um, he was running Michael Smith ragged. He was running Nathaniel Atkinson ragged. Nathaniel Atkinson also isn't slow, so and he was doing it for pace every time. And Ross County just kept playing long balls. He played the line of the defence really well, straight onto them, really fast. Probably should have scored one, but his touch wasn't so good. He tried to put a touch over the top of Craig Halkett, and I think Halkett like, sussed it out. But, um, yeah, unbelievable, that guy. One to have a look at, Awura Edwards. Oh, yeah, and Danda came on. How did he look? Um, Number 10. Eh. Sad. Like he wouldn't, I wouldn't totally know he was there. Which is a shame because I think I've tipped Yandanda to be pretty good this year. You silly boy. Well, I mean, he's a good footballer. Out of Liverpool Academy. That's true. Um, Forest goal, good bit of play that. Uh, yeah, really. It's, that was actually really annoying because knowing that Hearts can do that really pissed me off. They can play good football and don't just have to rely on Barry Mackay. Yeah, 
unlike the second goal, which was just relying on Byron Bar- Mackay to deal with that hoof up the pitch. Well, yeah. I mean, that was more just a hoof. Um, Byron Mackay has an unbelievable touch. Yeah, that was he sensational. Does, I mean, he does four of them, if you're including the goalie. Aye. But, but, so I had such a good angle. That's like It was like perfectly in line before I sit at Tynecastle. Ugh. So the thing about fun. Barry Mackay yeah. is that I totally just forgot, like not forgot. Obviously, I remembered how good he was, but I was like, someone like, like people like George Grant have come in, Shanklin's come in, Boyce is about, Forrest's about, um, that will like take the load off him a bit, and he'll be less relied on. And pretty quickly, it became apparent that the game plan was still give it to Barry and hope he does something good until Forrest scores, and then Forrest got a bit more confidence. He was actually making like inward runs and dribbles yep. and like one twos and that. And I think having George Grant in the midfield also helped because George Grant and Barry Mackay run like a similar kind of wavelength when it comes to like tricky little flicks and little Where did one-twos. George Grant come on at? He came on this? in the centre of midfield because Michael Smith started in midfield Which but then weird. Nat Atkinson got injured. So McSmith went to Right wing back. Mick Smith doing sort of mid or sort of a DM. He's played there before. He's played there quite a lot before. Yeah, he played there under Stendhal quite a bit. He's played there for um under Nielsen when he's had injuries. It was fine. He's one of those fullbacks that I think you could tell would be able to make the switch to midfield. Mm-hmm. Because like the way he like plays the game. It would make game. sense if his legs start to go a bit more as well. Yeah, definitely. Um Especially just like the speed of some of the wingers in the like it was clear he could keep up with this over Edwards or mm-hmm. when Dominic Sammy was over there, when Jordi Hawula was over there. Like he had no chance against them, which is why it's quite useful having Toby Civic next to him. Toby Civic, by the way, got an awful lot of stick and to be fair, for the first ten minutes of the game was rubbish. But then Nat Atkinson went off the pitch and he had an actually good defender in Michael Smith next to him. <laughs> um which <laughs> helped quite a lot. Um but yeah, you know, if I'm looking at fantasy from that game, George Grant, because as of last week, he's got to be <laughs> near enough for the first name of the team sheet. After you write Craig Gordon, Barry McKay, and Craig Halkett, and you're that like you've got your spine there. Your next one's going to be have to you be George think Grant for now on. Grant is guaranteed to start the next game. I would be shocked if he doesn't, but that's also me saying that, and Robbie Nielsen. Based on previous evidence, <laughs> sees things very differently to what I do. Grant is four point two million, and Alan Forrest is four point six for. And then Barman has five, or was but five. Prior Dylan Levis is three point eight. Which is also true. And he's probably more of a main man for his team than oh, yeah, Grant yeah. is for Hearts. Well, we'll see you come the end of the season, I suppose. But George Grant was different gravy, man. That kid is kid. I mean, he's like twenty eight. The guy is unbelievable. Very good footballer. Yeah. He's just got like that kind of vibe as well. He's got like tape round his wrist and he kind of strolls about a little bit. Oh, along what the prick. No, Where's he from? Good. Is he from Lincoln? He played for... He played for Lincoln and Peterborough, but I don't think oh, he's he come from through, there. F- come through Forest? Yeah. I don't. I don't, also don't know if he's from Nottingham. He's from Banbury, wherever that is. Oh, Oxfordshire. He, what, so, he, sorry, he started at Reading and then went to the Nike Academy. And then Never came out Forest Academy, right? Played for Forest a bit, played for County alone, then Lincoln. Yeah. Good little footballer. Would be one one to keep an eye on for fantasy, for definites. 
Um, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, we've talked about this player a little bit already uh, from this game, but St Mirren played against Motherwell. Ayunga. What were your Not thoughts? Good. That he couldn't finish his dinner. No. It was being spoon-fed to him. Yeah. Which it basically was. He had six shots and two on target. Yeah. Which is not great. Two big chances missed, which I think is why he lost points on expert mode. Well, and the ten aerial duels lost, as I mentioned before. Well, that yeah. also didn't help. Uh, St. Mirren, sorry, had 19 shots with six on target in that game and didn't score. That is predominantly because of Kelly as opposed to poor finishing. Liam Kelly had some unbelievable saves in this game. The one main one with his left hand. We sort of yeah, he scoops it back. Yeah. Very, very good save. But then possibly a foul from the defender to clear it. Mm. It's one where he sort of just throws his body in the way yeah. of the striker. Well, those are quite never give to that. give. Unlike the red card, which was a horrific <laughs> foul. Yeah, he wins the ball. There. This, ah, he's probably thinking, fuck him. But, um, well, that would also no be a red card on the pitch. A Yunga to... <laughs> it's awful. No points for a Yunga for um, standing up for his teammate there. But Oh, is that who was standing up? I think it, I think he like, Lamy, like, grabs him around the court, collar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ayunga was it was a shame. I was expecting quite big things, but his fixtures for the next few games aren't horrific. Like they go to Aberdeen this week, obviously, not obviously, but we'll get onto it. But then they play County, United, Hibs, St Johnston over the next ones after that. So. I think there's probably one still keep it worth keeping about, even if it's just as a bench trick. Sent a thread in with expected goals contributions as a stat, and he had a very high one, second or third highest, I think. Yeah, expected goal so, involvement. He was thank you. point nine, which was the second behind um, Matt O'Reilly. Stats from uh, Scott Prem Fantasy on Twitter. Give them a follow. Thanks, um, guys. Although get... I don't like their profile photo. Is it Rylan in a Celtic and a Rangers half and half? Yeah, it is. It is Rylan in a half and half, yeah. Actually, he's not wearing a half and half. It's like a quarter jersey. There's a Hearts and Aberdeen at the bottom. Which is arguably even worse then. Probably. Probably worse. Um, what were we talking about before you took us on a tangent? Ayunga from the... Yeah, so... High goal threat. You know, he's a relatively easy run coming up. I'm going to keep him in about, even if he's on my bench and comes on as my bench trick. He'll be in and around my squad, I think. How yep. about yourself? Any other thoughts on the Motherwell players or St. Mirren players after this game? I mean, after this game, Kelly, although even before the game, sort of Kelly, because mm. you obviously know how good he is. But I'm not too keen, or not too sure, actually, first of all, about Motherwell's fixtures. But probably not keen, because I predicted Motherwell to go down, so. <laughs> They've got St. Johnson, then Aberdeen, then Livy, then Killy, then Dun United, then County, then Hearts. Oh, okay, they got a decent run, actually. It is a very decent run. So, I mean, I wouldn't switch from a better team's goalie. No. Not necessarily a better goalie. But... If you have Kelly, don't be too upset. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously, right now you're buzzing, but. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, we keep it back. Um, Kevin yeah. Van Dane was on penalties. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty important. True. Yep. And then I saw a lot of chat that um, Keanu Bacchus, who's a Mirren player, was uh, playing pretty well. People were saying shouts for man of the match despite losing, although. Or mm-hmm. St. Mirren's player of the match, I guess. Um, and also, I'm pretty sure Ethan Erhan, Erhan had a pretty good game as well. Um, when does he not? And they're both pretty cheap. So, maybe also worth a look. Move on to the last game of the game week. Um, we've got Celtic winning 2-0 against Jim Goodwin's Aberdeen team. Um, any thoughts on this? Uh, Stephen Walsh surprising starter well, it's quite a lot of people taking a punt on Stephen Walsh maybe because um, they just wasn't sure. paying attention oh, he's quite such not pricey sorry 2.7 yeah. million he costs the same as that's why people were taking a punt on him and he did start did start and he did score of this week second highest he... behind Tab but is Tab only that high because no, yeah, bind Tav. Tav got 24 because he got 48 with the captaincy. Remember? Oh, on expert. Oh. This is going to be confusing for all the season. <laughs> you raised a very valid point. Did he get Stephen less Welsh was highest scoring on classic. Tav was highest scoring on. Bloody hell. Yeah. Good. That's useful. I, I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, Stephen Walsh with 15 points if you were playing on Classic Mode and 23. So one less than Tav on uh, Expert Mode. Um, Jota picked up 19 on Expert, which made him the third highest scorer. Whereas on Classic, Classic Mode... Classic, he was he joint been, fourth. Uh, yes. With 10. Uh, which again, is a good haul. I mean, you're happy with that. I'm happy with that. As a Jota owner. I also have Juranovic, as I said earlier in the episode, and he got a clean sheet, so... Yeah. Happy uh, with that, also. No, but surprises. O'Reilly's still good. Probably should... I mean, he's no space for him in my team, but if I could yeah. have him, I'd be very happy. I'm glad that I took out Giacomacus and spread the wealth. I didn't um, do that, and I'm very annoyed. Kyogo would have been a good one. Uh, no. That's a lie. Kyogo wouldn't have been good. He missed a decent chance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jota is your, your premium best asset there. But it's looking like Stephen Welsh might continue to start in this uh, Celtic team. So at 2.7 million, they're going to get a lot of clean sheets this year. Obviously, they're going to have a lot of rotation when we get to the Champions League group stages, etc. etc. But and yet, and yet they signed this new centre-back. Yeah, Jens. But does he not come in as a cover more than anything? But it just seems, I mean, it's just interesting that they felt him to sign that when clearly, not, maybe not clearly, but Welsh might have been thought of as cover in the first place. Yeah. Obviously, Storfelt's injured. you got CCB starting. Uh, I think, you know, they're looking at You've got to have a big squad to be playing in the Champions League and might earn a title charge in your own country. True. So, it's going to be true. done by a lot of rotation with. This season, you've got three teams guaranteed group stage football of Europe. Yeah, and just, so. just wait until they get some injuries and then they'll sign Craig Halkett and Christmas. 
no, he's, he loves it at heart. It's nice there to stay. Um, so that'll do with the roundup of game week one. Um, should we just move straight on to game week two because it's late? I don't really care about European football. Can we just laugh for a bit? Said. Well, yeah, we'll have a little laugh at Rangers because Hugh's not here. <laughs> I think Hugh would also laugh. But also, so for the sake of the coefficient, wouldn't mind if Rangers won 4 0 well, next week. Hearts could just win the Conference League. Which mean could. Will. Well, and it's the Europa sorry. League, not the Conference. But if you win the Conference League, Rangers win the Europa League and Celtic win the Champions League. No. But for the coefficient? No, I don't want them to. You win the Europa League and mm-hmm. Rangers win the champ- uh, Europa League. No, ca- Conference League. It's too many. Yeah, but then Celtic can't leagues. win the Champions League. Can you get to like the semis? Semis and get absolutely battered. Yeah, that's fine by me. Sounds Happy good. With that. Happy with that. Um, yeah, actually, last we're on it. Hearts playing against Linfield or Zurich. Uh, first leg will be away from home. And then Dundee are playing this week against uh, AZ Alkmaar. Um, When's your first game? The 18th of so, 18th of August. Oh. So the Linfield and Zurich play this Thursday. Gotcha. And they play next Thursday. And then the winner plays Hearts the Thursday after that. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Game week two. Uh, we'll start off with Aberdeen playing at home to St Mirren. Who are you looking at for this one, Ben Jamin? Um... I honestly don't expect either team to score. I would be looking at... And yet I have Ayunga and Bissuijan. <laughs> I would be looking at replacing... No, because I've got Scales and Roos and Bissuijan. I'm keeping Roos. If I had Kingsley, I would get uh, Liam Scales or Hayden Coulson or someone like that in. But I'm going to keep uh, Yellow Ross. I'm assuming it's Rose, not Ruse. Ruse. Ruse? Ruse? Yeah, I'm a lot, keep Bissuijan as well. He didn't do much in the last game, game was against Celtic. Um, I think that the chance of a yeah. clean sheet for St. Mirren probably isn't huge, especially if they're conceding goals to, <laughs> if they're conceding goals to Motherwell. Then, you know, you know yeah. something's up. I like the look of uh, Miovsky. I like the look of who else? Callum Roberts, maybe if he comes into that team. That's one that on the in attacking thread. Yeah, Miovsky's five million. Yes, yes. Oh yeah, and Hard. as a differential look as well, only one point seven percent ownership right now. Part B already wants the wild card because I'm pissed off. Yeah, I also that's don't, like don't toxic do that, trade, trade, trade. In year one, I wild card in week two. <laughs> that's bad. But not last year. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fully expecting a nil nil here. I don't know about you, but that's why mm, I can see I expect Aberdeen to win. I think Aberdeen have a good squad. They were just unlucky to be playing their first game against Celtic. So it looks Saint, a lot worse. St. Mary will create chances, I just don't know if they'll actually finish them. Yeah, well, outside of that, Ayunga, they didn't really create much. The other 19 day. shots total, so you only You're got a third of the shots. That's true. Especially when Motherwell went down to 10 men. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be looking at really... Aberdeen defenders. If you've got Kingsley, it looks like he might be out for the Derby this weekend, so we'd look at moving him to maybe an Aberdeen defender because their next few games aren't that bad as well. Um, they play uh, St Mirren this week and then Motherwell the week after that, then St Johnston, then Livy, then County. So, worth a look at those kind of players. I mean, I'd be looking at trying to get a triple Aberdeen. Obviously, that could go horribly wrong and I could be just being lulled into a false insecurity by the League Cup and the way I mean, their squad I... looks and appeals to me, but... I could yeah. almost do that, but I don't know whether it's worth it. Especially I already have an Aberdeen one. triple up. Because I've, I've got just, scales. I have no and expectations of Aberdeen this season. Persuasion. I know I put them fourth, but that's because who else would go fourth? In Scotland. Uh, yeah. Hamish. Ooh. Ah, that was a good fart. Ever beautiful. Hello. Hello, there we go. Oh, I fully recorded that. What? While we were both, um, well, while I was disconnected, it fully recorded the noises I was making. Oh, good. That's going to need a cut because I farted really loud. <laughs> so, could you just, oh, as I just not moving? Because you completely disappeared from me. You disappeared from me too. Oh no, sorry, yeah, yeah, I just sent you a video. Clearly you froze. Ah, good. Right. Uh, where were we? Aberdeen. Triple up. I was going to say, I've already got an Aberdeen triple up. Okay. I've actually already got an Aberdeen triple up. I've got um, Ross in goals, I've got Scales, and I've got Biswian, Biswian, however you say it. Um, but yeah, I'd be looking at probably scales. Um, I don't know. You never really want your goalie to be your like one sub for the week because that feels a bit rubbish. But no, never. I think they've got a pretty good shot at keeping a couple of clean sheets over the next five that I've just mentioned there because they're some of the easier games in the league. I think that they're coming up against. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. The, the pickle I'm in is that. I need to bin off Kingsley, although unless he's only out for one more week. Is there a timeline on it, Hamish? As I ask... As Not that I'm aware of. Okay, brilliant. Thanks, Nielsen. <laughs> prick. But I also want to bin off Lafferty because he's not going to do it. I think it's one game in. How much no. spare cash have you got? Not 0.1 million. And Lafferty's 4.8. Yeah, and Jack Marcus is all the way around 7.4. Can be a big minus 4 in week 2. Big minus 4. I mean, if it can recoup me 4 points, I'd be okay with that. Well, you could just start with Jack Kamakis up front, maybe do something in your defence or your midfield. I mean, I'd hope I'd hope Jack would start, start, start. against County. You would hope so. It's but a different kind of game, week, especially so. up in Dingwall. They might want a more physical striker. 
Thanks, Joe. That's my hope. Um, and you're listening. Give us a favour. <laughs> I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. And we'll move on to the second game of Game Week 2, which is Rangers playing at home to Kilmarnock. Oh, um, no. What am I saying? Laugh just staying on my team. He's got to do it. <laughs> no, he'll not want to score. We request not to play. He'll miss the penalty. Just... Actually, you might try and chip it through McLaughlin. He'll dive stupidly. <laughs> Uh, I've got three Rangers at the moment. I've got Tav, so obviously. I. I've got Cholak up front, who should be playing again, in theory. Yep. Um, and then Tom Hello. Lawrence as well. Who Tom Lawrence, um, easy to switch out because of... We should get team news for Rangers. We I think. Three yeah. off, right? Yeah. So here's hoping, but will you be able to change it for all three contests you're in? Well, that's the real question. But Rangers released the lineup for like ten minutes to go last week. Then that's so. enough time. Um, yeah, I have Tav, Barisic, and Lawrence. Um, the only thing with Kolak, Cholak, what's his face? Mm-hmm. Age. Um, that maybe they might rest him at the weekend for next Tuesday if they feel they need him. Yeah, it depends so who they're going to use. Go I guess well, I, I could, could I could see them start Sakala. Started, yeah. I start against Canty, and if he's doing well, take him off at sixty minutes to save him for Saturday. Yeah, yeah for Tuesday, sorry. Yeah. Both of them will be vying for a place on Tuesday to try and save Celtic at oh. Rangers. Oh my God, my my brain's gone. Killy players are not looking at any. They play Rangers then Celtic back to back weeks. So there's no really point in bringing them any of them in. Nope. Um, don't right. don't go for a dip with me. Oh, that was an awful. That was an awful joke. That was an awful joke. Uh, I'm gonna give you a second. To... I wouldn't chip into Mayo. That's worse, I think. Um, I'll not be <laughs> having Mayo with that. That's better. Okay. Um, I'll be keeping Mayo on the side. <laughs> there we go. That works. Good, I'm glad. Yeah. What goes to shit when Hugh's not here? <laughs> just to make puns. Awful mayonnaise based puns. Mm. You could see we beat What the hell, people. man? What the hell? Oh, right, nice, nice. <laughs> thanks, Mike, thanks. That's it. Didn't think it was that much of a thinker, but nothing gets past you, eh? Um, Motherwell play at home to St Johnston. Uh, I have no players from this game, so I wouldn't I... bring any in. Um, the same. Motherwell play next Aberdeen game. the next game week, and St Johnston play Rangers the next game week. So there's not really so, any point in any of them, uh, in my opinion. Next Ross game. County play at home to Celtic. We just mentioned. I think that point about physical strikers, Jackamacus, could be quite likely to play in this one. And that's a good point, actually. Thank you. Um, uh, any county assets you'll be looking at? Oh, we were Edwards because he was the best player I've seen in my life. Better than Barry McKay? Mm, well, let's not say things we don't mean. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he was good, but Rangers, uh, Rangers, Celtic have a better put together defence than Hearts, so less chance of him running them ragged than the Hearts defence. But he was very lively. Very keen. He's also on loan from Bristol City, so that you know, yep. keen to impress. 
I guess he's seen what Joe Hungbo did. Now he's in the Watford pecking order. And Charles Cook actually. got a good move to Belgium. Yeah. Watford just played, didn't they, recently? I don't want to see his goal. I just want to see Joseph Hungbo, what he's up to. Because if he's gone on loan, I'll feel very embarrassed. He hasn't. They, they played um, They played their Shepard. first game yesterday. And they won. They did. And... João Pedro and Manuel Dennis. Ballers. Tell you what. D- didn't play. Wasn't in the team. Who? Watford have a striker just called JP? Yeah, João Pedro. Oh, that, that makes sense. <laughs> good. Anyway, yeah. Um, that word was... I'm sure it looking to impress. And he did look really good. Uh, a lot of little threat created on his side. Um, you're really looking at Celtic players there, though, to be honest. Although, Dingwall's been a bit of a bogey ground for uh, for Celtic. More for Rangers, no? Especially last, was it last season? They all three. So three one the, defeat. The one where McGregor made two mistakes, but even still, Celtic had to rely on like a hundred and fifth minute winner. Tony Ralston winner at Dingwall last year. It's just a bit of a difficult ground to go to. It's just quite far away so you get tired on the way there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it'll be a physical game, but I'm sure Celtic are going to come away with three points. They look ridiculously strong um, as they proved in their, their game. Did you hear that vibration there? Nope. My phone vibrated next to my... I don't even know what that, what that means. <laughs> like, right. Um, we'll move on to Dundee United play against Livingston. You missed oh. a game there. Yeah, Are you going to say that's the last? last. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I was teasing. Um, the game is on Sunday because Dundee United are playing in Europe, as we mentioned earlier. Thursday. Um, Dylan Levitt. Get him. Look at him. Jamie McGrath, maybe a bit too early. Although, maybe not. It's only Wednesday. Too early for him to play tomorrow. tomorrow. Definitely. Most but likely. it won't be registered. Um, so maybe a look in on Sunday when, you're, Sunday when you're rotating the squad a little bit. Yeah. With a look towards Thursday. Cause he won't be able to be registered, right? Like their registration will be in for this game already. I'd assume so. So I think, yeah, for, for Sunday so he might actually well get relatively lower chance for this, especially against Livingston. Um, so I'd, I'd be having a look at. Well, I don't know. Has it come out how much he's worth? Have they said yet? I checked the app. Murrah not in the game yet. No. Um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But David Levitt, or people that are in the team, he'll be there. Um, Ian Hark's obviously banned. You're looking at people like Stephen Fletcher, who, as we've mentioned, is going to get plenty of assists this season, but also is 5.2 million, so it's a bit grim. Dylan Levitt's probably the big name jumping out from this game, for me. Anyway. Yep, Would you absolutely. agree? I, I currently have Obelai, but I've just benched him. Yeah. I had him benched last week as well. Well, he, he almost or... scored against Rangers. He should have scored, really. Should have scored, yeah. Um, that's basically it. Yeah. Uh, the Levin. final game of the game week we've got our first derby of the season I believe uh, the Edinburgh derby 
Um, I'm not yet scared, but I think that's because I've been working so much that I've like not had time to think about it yet. It's also four days away. Oh yeah, but I'm, I mean, it's, the whole week's normally a write-off. <laughs> it's fine, you'll win 3-0. No, don't like it when you, you say that. Don't like it. Shackman's um, going to score a hat-trick. Yeah, probably. If I'm looking at players in this game and trying to be totally impartial, then based off week one, Alan Forrest played very well. Um, George Grant played very well. Byron McKay yeah. played very well. Um, no one normally... from Hibs. Mm, I don't like to say that, though. But Henderson, Henderson is... Even Henderson, 3 million. It's hard to say no to that. To be fair, just for I don't know who they've got next to me. Find the Sutty Show ticker. Uh, have next week they have Livy. Livy then Rangers You beat me to it. So I don't know. You and Henderson, if you've got him in your team, there's no point getting him out of your team. Like he's not the one Agreed. to change this week. I don't really know who else to look at from that hips team. At the current moment, I think you need to see more of it. You know, the new managers in, new signings are coming in, etc. They've uh, had a massive overhaul. Benfica boy hasn't really. Jair Taveras, but I think he's going to take a while. Yep. You know. Anyway, there's our our preview of the upcoming week, as well as a review of game week one. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to let us know and follow us over on. Twitter at HoofballPod. Uh, you can also follow our blog page on WordPress at HoofballBlog.com. Um, we leave all sorts of ratings on Spotify and Apple Music if you're listening. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. And we'll have Hugh back. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Oh, I miss him so much. Anyway, thank you very much for listening, and see you later. See ya. Bye bye.